Hi, I'm TJ Thomas, and this is Therapy Thursday, a weekly collection of easy, approachable, bite-sized tips to help your mental wellness journey. As a clinical therapist, I've spent thousands of hours working with clients, and now I want to bring the therapy love to all of you. Let's go. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Therapy Thursday, and Happy New Year's Eve. So, of course, today, New Year's Eve, we have to talk about resolutions, New Year's goals, right? So let's jump right into it. Now, New Year's goals are awesome. I, I love them. I love goal setting. I love the motivation. We get into this new year and we're like, yeah, let's go. Let's get it. And in January, you're doing great. And you probably keep up with them really well for like three weeks. And then February hits and 99% of our goals are out the window. I know it's kind of a cliche, but... It's true. It happens like clockwork every year. Giving up on our New Year's Eve's goal is almost as big of a New Year's tradition as the ball dropping in New York City. So today I want to talk about some hacks that you can use in your goal setting for your New Year's resolutions to actually follow through with them this year. Now, there's a lot of great resources out there for goal setting. One of the really good ones that you've probably heard of before is setting SMART goals. Setting goals that are specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timed. That is a great method. I like the SMART method. Where I think we go wrong is that on New Year's, we throw way too many goals at ourselves all at once. We go from thinking that December 31st, we're going to be one person, and January 1st, we're going to be a completely different person, and that's just not realistic. A lot of people I know do goals in different categories. So they'll do a goal for their physical health and their emotional health and their mental health, maybe their spiritual health. These are all great things, but you're not going to be able to add, you know, at least four new things into your schedule every single day. It's just not going to happen. This is why we do the goals for about a week or two, maybe three, and then we taper off and then pretty soon they're gone. This is why the gyms are so packed in January and empty by February. The point of goals is that you're trying to make these new things in your life into habits. And habits are slow forming. It's like your brain is a wild wilderness and you are trying to forge new paths. If you take that same path every single day, eventually it will get worn down and you will have a new path there and it will be the easier way to go. You'll get to the point where it's you're used to it and if you don't do it, it feels weird not to. Like working out every day. If you're not used to working out every day and then you just start doing it, if that's the only thing you're focusing on, you can probably get it done. But if you're trying to work out every day and then you also have 30 minutes of Duolingo and then you also have 30 minutes of meditation and you also have to make sure that you cook these healthy meals for yourself every day and you have all these things going on, you're not going to be able to focus on it because your attention is too split into too many directions. Depending on the person and on the study you look at, it can take anywhere from 18 to 254 days for something to become a habit that you just do automatically. On average though, for most people, it's about 66 days, just over two months, which sounds like a lot. I know like two months of doing something to get it to be a habit. This is why if you're doing four things or five things starting all at once in January, you don't have enough time to get all of those things into habits because it's too much. It's overwhelming. But the good news is that this gives us a great formula for a much better, more effective and more consistent way to get these New Year's goals to actually stick. Instead of setting five goals in January and then giving them up by February, we're only going to set one goal every two months, which will give us 60-ish days for that goal to actually become a habit. So then by the time those two months pass and you're ready to start a new goal, 
that previous goal is a habit now and it doesn't take as much effort or work to sustain it. So you can add a new goal on top of it without losing the previous one. When you do this, you'll actually be able to get six goals in the year that you will actually follow through with and carry through and be able to be consistent with because you're just focusing your energy and attention on one at a time, which is a much, much more effective and efficient way of goal setting. And that's it. That's the hack for you this year for setting your New Year's Eve goals. Do all of the other things that you've always been taught and heard, but only do one tonight or for the start of the year and do it for two months. I think you'll be very pleasantly surprised about this. I used this method last year and it helped so much. The trick is that you need to remember to set a new goal for March and April. And then when May comes around, you gotta do a new one for May and June. So get out your calendar on your phone right now and set a reminder. For March 1st, May 1st, July 1st, September 1st, and November 1st, that you are going to set a new two-month goal on each of those. Because that way, even if January, February doesn't work, or if March, April doesn't work, you have those new days coming up six times during the year that you'll be able to set new goals and work on new things for a two-month stretch. Because who says you can only set goals on December 31st? You can and should set them anytime you want. So that's our Therapy Thursday for today. Thanks for watching. Good luck on your New Year's goals. If you have any topics you want to see on a future episode or maybe need a little bit of extra help, please feel free to send me any messages. With that, I'll see you next week and next year. Thanks so much again for listening. If you enjoyed this or other episodes of Therapy Thursday, please consider rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to your podcast. It really, really helps us to be able to get this in front of more people. Of course, remember that this is a podcast, not therapy, and it should not replace any treatment by a licensed mental health care professional. And I invite you to follow me along on my Instagram at TJ Counseling for more mental health tips.